Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Awesome People. Of course, when I say good morning, it depends where in the world you are. I'm in the East Coast in Miami, and I appreciate you joining me wherever you are around the world. Uh, most importantly, I hope that you're being healthy. I hope you do, you're being kind and loving to the people who need your support the most right now. There's a lot of people that are going through a lot of shit. Uh, they're going through a lot of mental challenges, health challenges. Uh, if you are lucky enough to be healthy, if you're lucky enough to be happy, please, please, please spread that to the people who need it the most. This is the time that we need to all come together, be safe together, and practice social distancing. Uh, today's guest is a very dear friend of mine, very talented friend of mine. Uh, what I admire him about most is not just his talents as a singer and a writer and a producer, but it is his humility. His name is Ali. He's one of the uh, integral parts of the dynamic trio that is TM Backs, the hottest Persian uh, group, in my opinion, in the entire world. And before I actually bring him onto the screen and we can talk for a little bit about what he's doing, how he's handling quarantine life and how uh, you know life is in his music world, I want to play a little clip of when TM Backs gave the people in Washington, D.C. the honor of coming on stage in front of uh, about 1,400, 1,500 people at Tyson's Beer Garden. Here's a little throwback to September 2017 when we had the pleasure of seeing this group live and in general we had to we got to enjoy live music miss those days we'll have it back soon let's play the clip <laughs> from September of 2017 at Tyson's Beer Garden. And now I have the pleasure of introducing you to Ali B from TM Bags. What's up, homie? What's up, bro? How you doing? Great to see you, man. Good to I'm see you healthy. To be here, man. What? Good to see you healthy. Good to see you, man. Long time no <laughs> How, see. I know, man. Unfortunately, I haven't seen you in person since that beautiful night three years ago, but we've been That's keeping true. in touch. And I know you're always busy doing a lot of great stuff, but how are you handling quarantine life? Bro, at first it was like scary, but you know, like long story short, I don't, I don't feel any difference, bro. I'm just in the studio 24-7. <laughs> like now I have a better excuse to not be social, you know, like <laughs> I've always been a nerd in the studio. So like I'm in my comfort zone. I don't feel any like difference. I hear people um, complain a lot here and there, but like I've spent my time producing fire and I can't yeah. wait to, to release it. And you, 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 you just kind of touched on it, you know, yourself, but you are a very reserved individual. Uh, I find it very interesting whenever reserved individuals are, are such firecrackers on stage because you know when you're on stage you're a whole different person so tell, tell, tell me about the dynamic of how you go from being like you say the studio nerd to all of a sudden like that's on stage you know like what how, how does that come about where do you get that energy from when you get on stage wow um well i mean friends actually that's not i mean i i kind of have two personalities And it depends on who we're talking about. I mean, it depends. Like, my friends, they know one part of me, uh, mm -hmm. like one version of Ali B. And people who I've worked with, like you, they know another version of Ali B. Yeah. Um, but I can, I can be, I'm, I'm like two extremists. I'm, I'm like, I'm this, Ali B can be this ADD person who can't sit still and, and, and jumps around, says dumb stuff, stupid stuff. Um, or at parties, sometimes I sit in the corner quiet, just 
observe people how they dance and just listen to the music and, and people are like who's that weirdo you know um so but on stage obviously that's that's me like being full of energy the the add version of ADV. letting um, out all the creativity it all just comes out huh yeah the, i mean i mean the creativity is is, is kind of, of a balance between these two versions mm -hmm. i would say if I, if I ask your first grade teacher to describe Ali B, how would you describe 10-year-old Ali B? Uh, clown. Clown of the class. Yeah. yeah. And then wh wh where, did you, where, did you, where did you first have like, this affinity and love affair with music and wanting to play around with it and stuff like that? How, how early did that start? Bro, like, as far as I remember, like, I've always... I've always been a friend of a piano or keyboard. It, it, like, it, it, it was always around wherever I went. It was like, I, I kind of sound like, uh, you know, but it's true. Like, I don't know, like my, my, my dad's friend used to have this piano and every time we went on visit, I used to go in his room and play. And I just fell in love with it. I, I would say like six, seven, and it, was and it I was just, it like, was it just piano or were you one of those people of lover of all kinds of music, all kinds of instruments, and you were all over? Or did you focus on the piano? No, I, I, in the in the beginning, I fell in love with the piano. That's how it started. And then I got a. I you remember these like old Casio keyboards. I got I got one of my like for my birthday. I was around eight nine, so it was just like that. I didn't think like of being like a producer or like. Um, I was just like jamming and then I loved soccer a lot and it was it was around like mid-teen years Nab my brother who was also mm -hmm. a member of TM Bags mm -hmm. suddenly he got so professional like you know with his beat making and I was like okay let's use a computer you know he's a, um, he's a couple he's a couple years older than you right he's uh he's five years older than me okay so when I was like so I like I started producing beats when I was around when I were around 12 13 I think. Yeah. And was it and first of all for those who don't know where were you like raised cuz I obviously you're Iranian but you spent most of the time in Denmark, correct? Yeah, I was um born in Denmark, uh Copenhagen. And okay. then um and we, and then we moved back to Iran a couple of years cuz my dad was very con a confused man. Uh, still is and then we moved back to Denmark again so I like most of my childhood like young childhood early childhood in Iran and then my teens I would say very early teens in Denmark you know it's very interesting and, and I'm, I'm very curious whether or not this had had any influence on the style of music you play but Denmark is home to some of the greatest house music DJs and just yeah. a lot of talented producers definitely like I don't know I don't know what's in the water in Denmark but um, you know, like, what, what, is that just a coincidence that there's so many people there, or is there something about the culture in Denmark that is so much? That's about a very that's of... that's a good. To be honest with you, bro, like I've like we've also talked about this many times. Mm. I honestly feel like, first of all, Denmark is a great country. Like, like mm. Scandinavia, like Scandinavia mm. way of living is so simple, peaceful, like. Um, we got everything, man. Like the, the health system, welfare, like school system. This is, I would say, probably the best system nice. in the entire world. So um, with that being said, that means that we, we didn't suffer much growing up. Other than like we dealt a little bit with racism and, and stuff. Uh, but that's a different story. But racism like, we, towards like it's towards you as foreigners, Persian, like Iranians. Oh, and yeah, okay. yeah. It was well, hard. Tell, 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 my... tell me some, tell me some examples. Because I was born and raised in Germany. And when okay. I was nine years old, even though I spoke perfect German, because, I mean, yeah. as far as I knew, I was German, right? I mean, obviously, I was Persian. And I remember, like, Germans, uh, one time, two of them, they, they took me to the bushes. They said they're going to go play. And they just kind of, like, beat me up and stuff. Okay. So I experienced it on my hand as an Iranian being born in Germany. Do you have any specific examples of how, you know, or, or did it really affect you? um it's it's not like um, it's it's this is not like it's not one of those depressing uh stories it's but <laughs> yeah. but but i mean we we moved into this 
from outside it looked very beautiful this green neighborhood and and there was this was our like early times in denmark we're like finally we're kind of danish citizens but my parents didn't know that this this area was like uh, a, a get or something that i would call mm. a ghetto and mm -hmm. and and ghetto here in danish context or i would say european context means a place where a lot of muslims live there um mm -hmm. so there's like arabs turks kurds and so mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. long story short a lot of like criminals drug dealers and all that stuff you see in in in, in those kind of rough neighborhoods so i yeah. so me and nab we we grew up there um, and yeah go ahead and like you know so so we had this identity like it, the, our area was called nabro it's not it's not far away from here um so like we like you know we walked around act tough and we listened to rap and and like and beefed a little bit with with other like neighborhoods and stuff but like so and and i don't know like i don't know much about uh like it's kind of like when people are scared of guys from harlem or you know what i mean it's something mm -hmm. like that so it's you guys you, me, you guys had well you guys had a little bit of swag you know like when, yeah when you, yeah when swag you, when you, got, you know and and of yeah. course the like, people like so when they find out where you're from and and the way you talk we talk different we yeah. act different we listen to like it's it's the attitude is just different and then yeah. when danish people see that it's like uh, he's one of them, you know. So well, it's it's so this actually now it all makes sense because one thing that was always so interesting about TM Bax is the 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 verbiage that you use in your lyrics. That even yeah. just the name, like you guys don't come up with a regular Duset Daram song. You know, like the name no. is like always like Boale or you have, you have right. a new track Nico Pito and like all all these unique little things like. You're right. Like that's 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 you that's you that's your signature, you know? Like it's like there's yeah. there is no other TM backs. And I think why I have always had such a great um appreciation for you guys is because I always said that I was like, there is nobody like TM backs. There's Thank no you, way bro. that you can compare it to I mean like and, and some people might not like it, but I'm just saying you cannot say you cannot say other you know Mr. TM backs. No. There is nobody like TM Bax. They are unique in by itself, and yeah. and now I see where the roots are. This makes complete sense, actually. Yeah, yeah, and, and you're the you're the first person who who points that out. That's interesting, but that's that's true, and we still do it. We still have that, you know, in in our baggage. You know what I mean? Uh, um, the the attitude and and like and yeah, and creating your own language. I I yeah. love that. We we we. I I remember like when I started a university. One time, like, you know, like my personality kind of switched and I was this dude with glasses and a laptop and I was like, I, 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 I became the smart alibi, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then one time <laughs> we were just walking in the street and I met the old dudes from my old neighborhood. Like, you know, pants are sagging, ca like <laughs> looking gangster, you know, and they're like, oh my God, there's alibi. Yo, bro, what's, how you doing, brother? Like, you know, you know, all that homie talk <laughs> and, and my... And like the Danish, my Danish friend from university, he was like, look at me, who the hell are you, bro? Like, I don't know you. Like, <laughs> it's like my personality switched, you know what I mean? I became yeah. more G and yeah, yeah, all that. So I well, was a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but what's crazy is the fact that even though you guys had this, you know, uh, persona of a little bit of rough on the edges, um, I remember when I was uh, first going to meet you guys in 2017, I had this impression of you guys because of the way you guys talk, walk, you know, and the music. But then like when you got to, when we got to know each other, all three of you are so humble, so down to earth, so anti-partying. Like I remember like you yeah. guys just wanted to go and have hookah and so chill. Like there was no interest for Dr. Boazi. You know why, bro? Do you know why? Because, no, because, why? because like, come on, man. Like, dude. Imagine me with ten of my brothers from, from yeah. my neighborhood trying to get into a club. You think they allow us, bro? We're, we were used to get re rejected, <laughs> and we still like. I swear to God. So, so you guys like, almost feel like, we're, we're, like, we're not going clubbing anymore. They 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 will never let us in. So you guys and, almost felt like outlaws. <laughs> kinda, hello. It wasn't like we weren't. We, we never did like. Uh, as far as I know, Nap wasn't like we weren't criminals but like yeah no i know it was, it was <laughs> our friends were though <laughs> yeah <laughs> a lot of unfortunately a lot of um our old friends they got locked up in jail and and chose the wrong path unfortunately 
but you know when you're, when you're from the same neighborhood they view you as the same so but i think that's why we we're, we're like i don't know bro that's that's just a fun theory i mean it's great though, but but let me ask you you just kind of like mentioned you know your friends got locked up uh at certain points i'm sure that you were tested meaning like you could have gotten sucked in and go down the wrong yeah. path what do you think it was like who was it that really pulled you guys together is that the persian family part of it like, yeah you know, definitely bro definitely very Tell good me more about very it. good yeah. action uh, action very good question um so when you live in like obviously you know you know about it like when you live in a neighborhood like that one thing you don't want to do is to stick out like like to be different you want to be like the rest of the group you want to be accepted and our mm -hmm. parents had no idea what happened in that neighborhood Mm -hmm. They thought we just went out and, and and played soccer and went back again. But mm -hmm. we had like I would say I'm I'm the luckiest man because I I had the best parents uh you could imagine. Um she was always like my mom was always there for me and my dad was he he worked hard so I didn't get to see him much. But we just we 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 were just like learn learned to be disciplined, you know, like finish school. These these values were very important to us growing up um you know it just I mean? it would just it would just you and your brother do you have any other siblings i have one little sister okay very cool yeah. and what and what did what did you study in in college uni uh yeah uh city planning urban city planning. planning yeah where, where where did that come from dude i have no idea like my 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 <laughs> like i was like you know how it is growing up in persian uh, house uh, they expect you to become a doctor engineer my grades were bad i told i i i said mom look i i will, I, I can never become a doctor or engineer she's like oh, yeah. what 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 is there any like any, any any other like you know prestigeful jobs you can get i'm like i'm i don't know mom I'm, i i'm keep like i keep looking and urban planning i don't know i guess i guess sound but you know it was never me um i got my chimigan education master i got my master but and i worked like you got it in in city planning or what did yeah, you get master yeah city planning it? wow you went all the way to get your master i promised you my mom like i'll get an education and and good for you the man funny good thing is um like during the a lot of semesters i was always out playing and uh i never told anyone about it so it was like kind of Hannah Montana thing um <laughs> <laughs> but more but m with more swag but um so so I, then i finished and i worked like for a small company for four or five months and that was we're talking now four years ago five years ago you hated every moment I'm i sure. hated it bro like yeah. i tried to that's the that's a very interesting topic to talk about and i want to teach my kids don't lie to yourself like find your inner self the true self like find what you like you know find your passion don't don't fake who you are it's not like you know what i mean like don't try to like i was because i was trying to make my mama proud you know yeah i mean this is a challenge that especially a lot of immigrants and and middle easterns and especially iranians i mean um you know and you can't even blame our parents you know like they they want what's best for us and you know sometimes when they think of, of course. what's best they want stability but you know we we live in a completely different world than our parents did 30 50 60 years ago where there wasn't that many options either you know like we are now the the world is our oyster you know like we live we live in a very globalized world we live in this world where we see so many people doing so many awesome things and you're like man i want to do that you know and at the same time yeah. there there's challenges that come because yeah. you set the bar so high and there's a lot of fakeness out there too mm -hmm. so even some people that seem to be successful they're not really happy so my question to you is what 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 is your happy place is it the studio what else makes you happy i swear to god man it's the studio <laughs> so like when you go there it's not work you go there for release dude i like as as soon as i open the door like like it's, i can smell happiness okay like like that's it's like i i guess it's like nav has a family with kids i guess it's it's the same feeling when he comes home from touring and he haven't seen his kids i don't have kids i don't have anyone yeah. like yeah. i open the door of my studio i see my keyboard the smell of the sweat and and like old pizza and 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 that's 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 my house, that's that's bro. your family that's your house that's my family um Man. but that's how, my how, how that's my comfort you? zone i would say definitely how, how, it's not on stage how old are you uh 31 nice i'm 39 
Um, very cool. I mean, so that's great. So you go to your happy place. What yeah. do you like to do more, write music or make music? I hate writing music. I think my, yeah, yeah I hate I hate doing that. I don't like that. That's not my, like, you know, best skill either. Um, okay. I think for me, I'm, I'm most comfortable when I produce beat making, mm -hmm. music production. Yeah, that's, I think that's what I was destined for. Like, that's, that's my main, like, job. And and then the singing it, it it came because I was like, because I before I make music I always pictured it, uh, visualize it in my head, um, mm -hmm. and I'm like, who who can do it better than me? Because I have like I have it in my head, you know what I mean? So yeah, so I start singing, you know. And and and, and the good thing is a bad the, idea. The, the good thing, <laughs> yeah, it was a great idea. I mean, you have a very unique voice. Too. Thank you. But thank but you the good thing, like I I always have the same mentality that I'm like, man. If you want to get shit done, man, you just got to do it yourself, you know, and then you don't have to answer to anybody. You just do your own thing. Yeah. And it's clear. It's clear that you decided to take the wheel and, you know, doing your own stuff. And you also have been venturing out and breaking into the international market, you know, doing a lot of songs in, 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 in the Danish market or, you know, international market. Yeah. Um, you had the Boile, which was a hit in Persian music, too. And then you, you made um, yeah. the Danish version. So we're going to take a little break and, and play the music video from Boile. And is there anything else you want to talk about the Boile video before we play it? Uh, no, um, that was just uh, they they like we released it, and one of like one of my good friends he worked for Sony, and uh -huh. he yeah. just uh, introduced the song to them, and they loved it. They said yeah. we want this dude. And well, then, let's go, and let's go, let's let's go check it out. It's definitely a hit song let's in check Danish it out. and in Persian. Go. All right, so we're back with the one and only Ali B from TM Bags. We've been having some great conversation, finding out more about the, the upbringing of Ali B, you know, how he got his swag and the, the unique names of, his, of their tracks. It's all making sense now. All the things that I've been curious about for so long from this awesome trio, Ali B is uh, explaining it. So thanks again for, for your time, homie. Um, so you have a new Thank track you. out, speak, speaking of very unique names. What does Nico Pito mean? Uh, Nico Pito... Uh, means nist copieto. It, it's like it's 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 like a shortened way of say that saying that. It yeah. means there is no copy of you. Oh, you're, nice. It's kind of like it's it's a compliment, you know, Nico Pito. You're, like, you're original, man. You're 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 cool. <laughs> you're 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 dope. And, and like the, these are just words that you guys just like when you guys are kicking it and talking about music together, like they just kind of randomly come up, like or just like a Danish thing, like it's you know where, where do these words come from? Yeah, yeah. So so you know, like we talked about this um, about like uh, us growing up in this neighborhood where we created our own language, and and it's funny like the urban artists in Denmark and in general, uh, as far as I know, in, in Europe. Um, they keep doing that. They keep putting their culture in their music. Mm. Um, so they say, like, we have this very famous um, artist called Sivas, which is, he's, he's actually Persian too. Mm -hmm. No one understands what he's talking about in his music. They have no idea. Is it Danish, like, but they can't understand? Danish people can't understand at all. Like, people wow, so he's live, made his own language. His own language. That's That's what it is. And I mean, we, we kind of like try to like implement that culture in our music too, in, in, in Persian context. So yeah, we, yeah, we get an inspirations, ideas out of conversations. Um, you know, like something like Boale, Masan. Like I was, I was just I said, oh Boale, like Boale, Boale, Boale. Like, that was a funny way to say it. Like yeah, let's put that on the track. So that it, it can come yeah. up like that. You know, Nico Pito. I don't know. I was I said. I think I, I said to Nav, uh, I, I liked, uh, I think it would be nice to compliment the girl in the song as Copia Tony, but it's mm. not, it's too simple, you know, it's too, uh, how do you say, it? what's the word for it? Amyane, uh, like it's basic. too formal. Yeah, it's too, yeah. Yeah. He said, Nist Copito, Ni Copito. So it keeps changing, it keeps changing, yeah. and, and, and yeah. That's cool, man. Well, so now, now that you mentioned uh, Nabil, your brother, so there's a the third the third member is is Shaheen. Shaheen, you guys you guys are you know longtime friends. Tell me yeah. about like the challenges of you know having a a brotherhood and a friendship for many years that 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 all of a sudden throughout the years builds up to what TM Bax has become. Yeah. Where 
where you know a, a relationship that is so brotherly and also friendship brotherly all of a sudden becomes a serious thing you know like how, how have you guys been able to uh, yeah. deal with these challenges yeah to be honest with you um it, from the outside it seems like we're together 24 7 i mean me and nab obviously we're together many many hours uh, per day every day we are together in the studio mm -hmm. but we're also we don't what people don't know is we don't do a lot of stuff together like we don't do we don't like go out together as much mm -hmm. as we could um so we kind of have like he had his family his friends I, I have my like we don't we don't mix like that right and and the same goes for shine i mean sometimes we do like you know come together and, and do something but most of the time you know he had his friends i got mine and and like we do separate stuff i think that's um that could be good or bad um i think that's the good thing about it is that like it doesn't create many problems sometimes you can get tired of each other you know um so having a little having a little distance and a breather could be a good thing do, exactly do bro i think i think that's that's how we I think that's how we do it. But like, did, would you say that as you guys kept on getting bigger and bigger, was there like, did you guys have to have conversations and be like, hey man, like, you know, we, we need to kind of like be professional and we have to separate the friendship and stuff, you know, like, is, did, did it come to the point where you guys were having these kind of conversations or you just kind of went with the flow? Not at all. Not at all. Um, that would be whack, I think, in my opinion. But um, it just happens naturally, you know. Um, it just happens naturally. Um, what do you what what do you see TM Vax? Um, actually, in general, what I really want to know is your your opinion about the state of Persian music as a whole, as an industry. You know, like where uh, you know we, let's let's just look at it as a business and like how like sport leagues. You know, they have their good years and down years. Right now, obviously, coronavirus aside, in general, what's your honest opinion about the Iranian market? Yeah, good question. Oh. Where can I start? I think one positive, uh, one positive thing I can say about the Persian scene is that we're seeing a lot of um, like massive growth in, in, in the urban scene, mm -hmm. like never before. And, it, and, um, and the urban sound right now in the Persian market sounds very professional. Like they know what they're doing. This is like everyone is like, or you see these small subcultures and, and subgenres. You know, like like these these dudes. They don't. They know what they're doing, and and it sounds amazing. I like that. I like that. I mean, you um, guys were well, you guys were trailblazers. I mean, they they were influenced by you guys. There's no doubt. I mean, uh, yeah. If you go like, uh, how, I don't know how many years back, but we were like one of the influencers, like of the herb, herb, uh, underground. Persian music, uh, you know, you know the names Tatalu and and um, Saucy, especially right. Um, other people like Two FM and so on and so on and TM Bax. So, but like, yeah, we were the like we I would call us like the internet artists. <laughs> like we we came with this big wave. Like we we just pushed our music on the internet, like blogs, like rap for rap song. Um, very underground, very messy, muddy sounds. Um, but, and now you have like big media, like, like RJ who mm -hmm. support, who like supports this music. And right. like, I'm happy to see people, like it's so easy, like to put your music out. Back then we didn't even know, like we don't have, we didn't have Instagram. Facebook came like later and we were bad at using it. People nowadays, you see them, they, they've grown up with social media. And we're, we're still trying to learn. To catch up, um, yes. But it's, e but it's easier today, I would say. Who are you, who are you fans of from uh, the new generation of artists? And not just necessarily urban, but like, if, like who, who, whose new music video, when it comes out, do you like, oh man, I actually want to see what he or she are doing. Who do you respect? Who do you admire? Who do you see as like the next big things? Before answering that question, I just want to make a comment on 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 like I just I I, I complimented the the urban scene. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. the pop scene is just very boring. Like mm -hmm. we 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 hear the same songs, the same melodies, the same genre, mm -hmm. and 
someone someone has to do it we need a change and, and we're trying we're trying we're one of those who are trying really hard uh for your question um um i don't like i mean you mean you mean people who are out there like like known artists or yeah or, like like who who are you excited to hear about their next song you know or like curious you know like who are the ones like that when you're scrolling through your instagram and you're like mm -hmm. oh well, let's let's see what blah blah and they could be friends of yours too oh, okay, or they could okay. be people that use whatever just people that you like admire yeah um actually there are three rappers mm-hmm uh it's uh Beza Leto. Mm -hmm. is, he's uh, killing it yeah he is killing it shaya and uh, hossein hossein is 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 not very active but mm -hmm. kills it every time and you know these are my three like most you know what i mean like i have to like listen to what he have released i'm very like yeah so i would say it's only rap actually what about what about in general? Uh, you know, growing up, who who was who were you like influenced by the most? Who was the person that you looked up to that like you would have loved to meet in person or uh -huh. keyboard? Yeah, um, MJ. Okay. Big influencer, MJ and Tupac, Biggie. Nice. Yeah. That's my generation. These are all. Yeah. This is Tupac, good stuff Biggie. over here. <laughs> Remember, like, I don't know. Like you're, you're a little bit older than me, but like yeah. I, I'm one of those who like I became a fan of Tupac and then later found out that he was he's dead. Unfortunately, I was like, what? No way. No way. I can't go to his concerts. You kidding me? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I was one of them. Yeah. Uh, you know. By the I, way, I think... Biggie, Biggie's dead too. In case you didn't know. <laughs> Thank you, Iman. MJ, Tupac, Biggie, and then Bob Marley. In, in wow. high school, I listened to Bob Marley a lot. Um, that he's the only reggae artist that I listen to. Sometimes uh, I liked his singing. I, Bob Marley actually, um, like he, I love his voice, but he's like you know he's so rough and like it's not about aiming at the, the like the perfect tones and he's just like. You know what I mean? Um, so I was like, I can do it too. Like, I, 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 so, so in my early like teens, where I start singing, I kind of sounded like in my head, I sounded like Bob Marley because you know. Interesting. Yeah, because like I can't sing like MJ. Uh, yeah. That's that that I need like many singing classes to do that. Um, but these, but these two are my influences, um, MJ and Bob Marley. Um, yeah, and and Bob, you know, Bob yeah. Marley was a very soulful person. You know, he was a very deep, meaningful. Like you know, everything about him lyrically was 100. you know so him. I rem I remember in one interview they asked him like, "Are you rich?" And he's like, "Yeah, rich. What you mean, rich? You know, like yeah. rich in life. You know, like and like what that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one one minute interview is like." so defining of bob marley you know very wise man life, you know very wise life. man beautiful quotes uh, yeah. a lot of good quotes and then um in my like like in in the producer beat making zone yeah i would say definitely definitely timbaland oh wow he, yeah and dr dre too okay um, but timbaland he he sh like because Sometimes you can't just you can't define his style. Like Dr. Dre is, is straight up hip hop, West right. Coast hip hop. You know what I mean? Timbaland, he he fucks around with weird samples and creates hell of a weird vibes, and and he's unpredictable. Is he and, is he still is he still coming out with stuff recently too? Because I mean he had his like prime time years, you know. Yeah, but, you know, he's not he in his stuff? prime. I do follow him on Instagram, but I like I mm. haven't seen anything new like that maybe i'm not following enough i don't know but he's yeah, de yeah definitely he's not in his prime right now but but inspired he inspired me a lot and i still, I, I, still... I i i want without being sorry to cut you off homie um, no with without being like a debbie downer i i want to kind of reflect on the world that we're living in right now and like how the coronavirus has kind of like slowed down the world tremendously and um I, I just want your opinion about how you think that the world will get back to normalcy. Because I mean, I know in your case, you know, you, you, you're in the studio, so I guess for you, you're hunkered down. But I'm sure that you also, you know, see that you know the whole world has kind of been put on pause. And I just love your take on 
how you think or when you think we'll be able to get back to a sense of normalcy when you see yourselves getting back on stage and thousands of people being able to be in a room and partying. Yeah. I mean, as, a, as an artist and a performer, that's probably something that you think about. I mean, I don't, I don't know much about the situation in U.S. I think the wave, had, unfortunately, has arrived uh, a little bit late to U.S. Mm -hmm. Like it's mm -hmm. so, like we we saw, like we're watching the news, um, like we're all watching how bad it is for Italy. Mm -hmm. um, but as as it is at the moment, we're we're kind like we're almost about to go through that um through it um the prime minister was talking about opening up very very soon denmark uh, in denmark yeah oh that's great okay so i i what i think i think the u.s is a little bit behind unfortunately like i'm talking about the 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 coronavirus this mm -hmm. the spread mm -hmm. um but like i hope it's gonna take a couple of months but the the truth is we're we're obviously we're never gonna get rid of it fully i mean this is this the idea is just to like minimize the pressure on hospitals um but and a lot of us has like the the the, the virus without knowing but i right. think i'll give it uh, like i think we're gonna hear about it for the, for for the rest of the year mm -hmm. um but and i i'm like one of my biggest fears is a new wave of uh, virus, because like a second, I, like a second, like wave a second, of it. like a second wave. Yeah, some people are talking about it. Wow, I really don't. I, I really hope now that's going to happen. Yeah, well, that's that's why the social distancing is so important. That's why everybody yeah. needs to just sit the hell home so that you know we really do mitigate this entire process. You know, which is why every single time. I have this episode. I want to make sure that everybody else is really doing that. You know, like yeah. don't don't leave home for a while. You know, enjoy yeah. it and make the most out of it. When you when you talk to your artist friends, um, how are yeah. they how are they being impacted? Like from a financial standpoint, like are they like really? I mean, I'm sure it's hit them extremely hard. I mean, I have an entertainment company. I've been hit hard like crazy. Um, so what's what's the buzz around the artists that you talk to, or are they looking at it as like, hey, you know what, we get to be creative now with no pressure nobody hitting us up nobody bothering us no one is no one is uh, no one is happy about the situation i mean like you can you can you can find the good in it but everyone is is uh, is, is suffering mm -hmm. i mean at, at least everyone in my like you know category we're not talking about you name it um who have made millions throughout the years but um but everyone is suffering. It's, this is not, it's not easy. It's not easy. What I, what I want to do is to step it up a little bit and make it look exciting and play one of my favorite TM Back songs, which is Meshki Lebos. Uh, it was filmed at a, in a, in a um, bowling alley, I'm assuming in Denmark, or where did you guys film it? Yeah, that was in Denmark, yeah. Okay, so we're going to play Meshki Lebos, and then when we come back, every episode, I, I like to give my guests an opportunity to, to share with our viewers um, a message of hope, a message of positivity, a message of, um, or, or just something that's near and dear and important to you. So if you don't mind, think about it. And we're going to play about a minute or so of Meshki Lebas. And we're going to come back with Ali B of TM Bags. Stick around. ولی دلم تناست دلم دلم تناست عشقم فیکم باشه بره بیاد به مشکیم بد شده با دل سیاد Oh, 
Apologies for cutting it off, but you know what? You guys are here to hear Ali B speak. Uh, you can always go check him out on TM Backs Official on Instagram. Their music and music videos are all over YouTube and Radio Javan. Just you know, look up uh, and Bio2 and all these other sites, TM Backs. Um, so before we went on a little music break, uh, Ali B, I was asking you to basically talk about anything that either bothers you or things that you're passionate about. And off air, you mentioned you know, people, stupid people on internet. The stage is all yours, my friend. What is it that irks you? I don't know. Don't you get annoyed sometimes? Well, I mean, I don't have like, you know, people like, are you talking about like trolls? Like people just hate on you and stuff or just? No, not that. Not that. Not that. Then what exactly? We can talk about that too. Okay. I mean, mean, (laughs) you know, like some people call them influencers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Wow. But I mean, I mean, of course, let's not like. Let's not put everyone in the same category. There, there are sure. some influencers out there, sure. like they have good messages, and then there are the like the dumb, dumb people, stupid, yeah, like like stupidity. You know what I mean? Like just bullshit, nonsense, emptiness. Um, I'm tired of that. I'm really, and I and I'm and I'm also very tired of like normal people. Who are making these idiots famous? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, fo- following all these. Uh, Follow, like, and, and, and yeah. then and then like you, when you talk, you're like, why do you send me this crap? They're like, right. bro, it's 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 funny. It's it's not funny. Okay, but like I'm not. It's not like I'm a fan of this person. I don't follow this person. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like you're spreading the content. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, mean, one thing that really upsets me about some of these people you're talking about is that, man, they have such a big platform and they waste it. They like they don't like do brings bring some value to this world, man. But Iman, if you're saying they have big platform, everyone will will like, like, unfortunately, unfortunately, we live in a time where I think everyone would unfollow these people if, if they if they it's people want to see dumb shit. You know what I mean? That's what it's about. (laughs) And that's why they have their platform. No one wants to hear about great like message or, or or like no one wants to see art. No one cares about that. I mean the majority, so? the majority. I'm very like right. negative right now, but you know what no. I mean. Um, yeah. So I mean, what then? What what are you hoping to accomplish as an artist? Like, what what do you want to be known for when it's all said and done? Is there do you do you have an interest in having a legacy? And if so, what do you want it to be? I want to make Persian dance music cool. Well, man, you've already done that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying. Mission, still trying. mission accomplished. But well, that's great. That, that, that's great that you say that. The but you know, it, you, there's like, like, think about it. I remember in the early like years of TM Backs, we have a lot of sad songs. We have a lot of underground rap songs, like all kinds of R&B. But as you know, we're very known for our dance music. Mm-hmm. Um, up-tempo dance music and obviously what is dance music in, in a Persian context that's like no, that's when, it's, it's, it's the zarb you know and a lot of people like in in our how do you say it like not our fan base but in our style like genre they think that shit is whack they think mm-hmm. that's very whack. And to be honest, like, um, yeah, that's not, it may not be the coolest rhythm. I mean, like, look at, like, Latinos, they have their reggaeton. Jamaican, Caribbeans have, like, their dance hall music and, 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 and Western dance genre house music. Persians have, like, the shisha hashed, right? The zap. Um, but 
but to many people that's like and, and especially young people who embraced rap music um the sub genres don't think that's cool that's not a cool thing and that's why i'm 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 really trying to like um implement that genre into like new styles and and create something totally new that every everyone thinks it's it, it's cool you know what i mean because if i if i release something um without a persian touch without a persian rhythm persians are not going to like it yeah um and but at the same time my goal is always to release something that everyone understands something international that's what we're about um whether it's the song title nikopito boale like I, i try to like come up with these cool names and 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 the 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 rhythm and style also has to be cool So is is it fair to say that when you actually create your music you're you're creating it for a truly international audience but you want Definitely. to preserve but but you want to preserve the personality in it essentially that's and, you said it very beautiful bro mm-hmm. okay. that's that's yeah, what that's we're great. about that's what we're about and I I want to keep doing that I want to make it bigger because you saw I don't know if you saw how Masalani went viral on India TikTok Oh no so India TikTok that, no Yeah yeah it's true like it's okay. it's crazy and uh, uh, yeah they uh, they loved it man they loved it and um it went on 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 um 50 Spotify viral India playlist unbelievable um yeah top 50 songs so that was a great success uh, it wasn't it wasn't like the biggest hit in our market it was a great song like it was it was a, like yeah but nothing compared to our other songs other singles but it was whatever but like in, like they embraced it in india they loved it so and 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 that's where i realized okay i'm 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 making music for everyone like everyone. like for for yeah for like yeah you know what i mean like not only for persian people And and I remember even like at the TM Bax concert in DC, you know, my parents came to it and they were sitting in the front row on the side the whole time and I know that they thoroughly enjoyed it too. Like the beat is fun and upbeat and you know there there is really no greater time in the history of the world that we need this positivity, that we need this beautiful mixture of um both the Persian melodies and instruments and as well as something that appeals to the international audience exactly. because because and- we want to unite. And yeah exactly bro it's about building bridges and I I love it like all these um we call it, like they uh, it's called desi people all these desi people started like and DMing yeah. us and uh, we don't understand what you're saying but we love it yeah man. Um, that's, that's what music is a universal language exactly bro and and now is the time now yeah. is the best time because You hear so like uh, artists like J Balvin none of my friends understand Spanish mm-hmm. but we get mm-hmm. his vibe. Oh yeah, I was about um, to say all the Latin, the Latin wave has taken over. Yeah. Um and it's very Latin. It's not it's not Enrique. You yeah. know what I mean? It's uh, <laughs> um so so now is the time and 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 I'm I'm not I don't want to talk uh about um what i'm busy with at the moment i think is too soon but i'm 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 definitely making some moves and it's a bit early to talk about it but and and that was also one of the reasons why i i had a, a meeting with sony denmark and i told them after masaleni like guys i would love to make danish music i think we have to pause it a little bit because i have bigger dreams now nice, and man. and and it's it's Hopefully it's possible. So you you're basically making the the TM Bax version of Chronic. You're going to be like Dr. Dre with the pen and the pad and lab, you know? And and you guys are working up something very very special for the international audience and um we're trying. Every, that's I'm, that's I'm that's our thought with every every track we put out. But of course you can like tune it up a little bit more when when the audience gets bigger. Well, I I have a feeling that um you would be excited for that co- collaboration in the future and I genuinely believe that if any Iranian artist can work with the likes of Dr. Dre and the Timbalands it would be you my friend because you deserve to be on top of that stage um you know with, Thank the, you, greatest, brother. with the greatest in the world and and unifying people through your beautiful music. I mean um that's I, what it's I, about. I I I can't, I can't wait to see what the next project is. Um thank you for being so um 
just such a good person, man. And like, you know, God bless your family and parents Dude, that, thank were, you. that, were, that were raising you guys. And uh, I'm honored to know you and you, you're, you're truly are an awesome person. And so is Nabil, so is Shaheen. Sorry. And I hope that you guys continue to uh, always remember um, the, the true root of your relationship, whether it's you and your brother and Shaheen, and never let anything that's business related uh, come in between you guys because uh, I don't want to think of a day where you guys aren't together. So keep on rocking. Thank and, you, brother. And, uh, and be well. And can't wait to see you in your studio with the day-old pizza. <laughs> thank you, Imam. Thanks. Thank you for having me, bro. Um, right, keep sure. doing what you do. I, I support you. So thank happy you. you texted me, brother. Thank you, man. And be well. We'll see, we'll see you me. soon. For sure. Take care, homie. Take care. Oh, and play the EE commercial, Trey. Much love.